obliterated. Now, this one has a strange story, well, strange chain of recommendations. I got the recommendations from Penn Gillette of Penn & Teller, and I couldn't resist. Now, I'm going to have to make an exception. I have a very strong spoiler policy. Um, I will never willingly spoil a good show. Um, let's define good as worthwhile <laughs> in this case, but um, I don't spoil the good stuff, the stuff that I'm going to recommend. Um, I do kind of have to spoil this. If I were actually sitting you in front of the TV to watch it, I would I would plug it straight as basically 24 on steroids and much, much, much superior. Because honestly, I have no interest in spending two months waiting for the guy to wake up. Um, <clears throat> now... The problem with obliterated, that, okay, this is the, the problem I have is that I have to spoil the first episode to set up the show. The show is an absolute spoof of the super, super FBI secret service agent saving the world. Not, not James Bond, but 24. Um, the current version of Mission Impossible, which has absolutely no connection with the original Mission Impossible, or stuff like that. Um, in the case of Obliterated, which the setup is that there is a nuclear bomb. The numbers on the nuclear bombs are out of whack, and I'm sure it's actually an in-joke. The, the the writing is far too solid for it being an accident. Or to put it bluntly, it's a five kiloton nuclear bomb, and although a yield of five kiloton is possible, there are no standardish five kiloton bombs. Um, the originals. The, the first ones used in war, well, the only ones used in actual war, were in the 15 kiloton range. Um, dial, a, dial a nukes and um, suitcase nukes were available in smaller, um, smaller yields, but then they'd be under a kiloton. Um, so, five kilotons, I haven't found any. Now, I'm pretty sure if we dug really deep, we'd find some, and it is it is a possible yield for a um, homemade device, I expect. Um, actually, as an educated, yes, I'm going to say no. Because, okay, the simpler, the simplest designs, which were the first ones that actually worked, were 15 kilotons. So that's, so that's basically the minimum, the smallest, simplest you can make. 
you, you there there were ways if, if you really know what you're doing you could actually fake it with a smaller with a with a smaller quantity of carbonite um, that would gave that's what gave us the uh, the sub kiloton uh, dialing nukes but uh, well they're nicknamed dialing nukes because you could actually dial how much of a kaboom you'd get but the you really need to know what you're doing with multiple experiments and multiple successful detonations before you can actually make a, um, a smaller device. Anyway, normally I'd use that as an argument against the show. In this one, I'm reasonably sure somebody picked a number with a big smile on their face because they knew it was, it was a fake number. Um, Everything else is a combination of well-researched, well-done. The performances are rock-solid, but completely batshit. The, the point there is that bad guys have a new, and they're going to blow up Las Vegas. The super team, which is... FBI, Secret Service, or CIA lead, we're not sure. Military dude, which from some reference might be might be a SEAL. Um, Marine sniper, Army chopper pilot. Again, that's a bit weird because most of the chopper pilots are actually with the Marines. Um, 9,000... Well, more than 9,000 choppers for the Marines and a couple of hundreds for the Army. But there are a, couple, there are a few Army chopper pilots, so it's, it's a possibility. Um, basically, they finally do the fancy counterterrorism thing and catch the bad guys. Uh, yay. Let's celebrate, and they decide to basically, as the team no longer is no longer needed, with a special purpose team with, as I said, somebody from from the CIA, uh, tech support from the NSA, Marines, SEALs, uh, people from the best of the best of the best of the best, teamed up for that specific mission. So they're going to go their own, uh, each their separate ways. So they decide to blow the rest of the budget on a superb party, where they literally get obliterated. Then they find out they didn't actually find the new. So they, the mission goes on. Well, they're still stoned out of their teensy little minds. Um, the result is hilarious. They're trying really hard. There's a fantastic pull between the duty and suffering the munchies, uh, internal conflicts and relationships, and what happened when you get, eat the best guacamole in existence? The um, 
the uh, their bomb disposal expert is so freaking high. He's in a coma for most of, most of the series. It's wonderful. It's really, truly wonderful. But it is a parody. It's a spoof. And it spoofs it hard. Um, which is why I'm actually saying it. Because if you think it's actually serious, you're going to be throwing up by, by the middle of the first episode. So, all that being said, as I'm usually mandarin, or I'm mandarin as usual, I strongly recommend the show, but to people who, A, will not get offended by all the stuff that will normally be teased, um, they're going all out. Um, they're not going to tease you with three girls in bikinis. The strippers will strip. The, the torturers will torture. The, the, the bad guys deserving a good killing would get, will get killed. It's got everything. It's got sex and violence and drugs and bad language. And it's going, it's going up. It doesn't. It's not going up to eleven. It's going up to seventeen. Um, so definitely not for the kiddies. <laughs> definitely not for everyone. But anyone who can actually take it, I strongly recommend. Hi, I hate to do this, but please um, tell your friends about this if you enjoy it. Uh, repost, cross-post, something. Um, also, it's a really nice, good idea to subscribe in your podcast program. This way, the next podcast will automatically appear in your in your playlist, rather than you having to like run across a mention somewhere on some someone's Twitter that it's that there's a new episode. Um, that's it.